All right. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That'll be enough out of you. All right. And we're back on the Media Virus Podcast in the B Block, and we're going to go to a segment that we haven't done for quite a while because we've been saving up. It's shit in space. Shit. In. Space. From Yahoo News, a Chinese boy leaves in a huff after pointing out factual errors in a planetarium's educational video. While exploring a planetarium in China, an eight-year-old boy was outraged to discover that an educational video about the Long March rockets contained numerous inaccuracies. On Saturday, Yan Hongsen and his father visited the planetarium in Lhasa, Tibet, an, astronomous, an autonomous region of China. When approaching an educational film that was being displayed for visitors, Jan noticed that it contained numerous factual errors. In a video that has gone viral on Weibo, Jan is seen angrily pointing out that the educational film had misidentified the Long March 3 rocket as a Long March 5. What are they showing here? How can they caption this Long March 5? This is Long March 3, the boy angrily said. The video clip has generated 4.3 million views and 48,000 likes since being uploaded on Monday. Jan's father explained that the 8-year-old has been a space enthusiast since he was 4 years old after watching the launch of the Venezuelan remote sensing satellite 2 at the Zhuquan... You know, if this was an American kid, everybody would think he was autistic. <laughs> Point taken. You know what I mean? Wait, how is he, eight years old? Sit down, Sheldon. <laughs> We're trying to watch the movie. He's, he's eight years old. He's, po he's pointing out mistakes at a museum. Like, how do you trust authority after that? <laughs> Seriously, like, how do you how do you go learn anything from anybody once you like once you've been disillusioned at a museum it's, by a child? <laughs> no, but the child the child was lied to. Pointed out, got angry. Like, yeah, his his whole uh, like. You know, his his whole like framework and structure, like his whole hierarchy collapsed at that moment. He just fucking You know, this is the first time this has happened. Uh, we uh, The Eastern State Penitentiary has an historic, now we probably all know their, their Halloween tours, mm -hmm. but they have historic tours the rest of the year, which are fascinating. And yep. you can see like where Al Capone, you can see his cell. Yep. And apparently a similar thing happened where, some little kid went in there and we're like, that can't be the kind of radio that Al Capone listened to because he was in there in like 19, whatever, 38. And that radio wasn't invented until 1940 or whatever the date. <laughs> I, I, I did hear that story on the radio yeah. Years, yeah. years ago. Yeah. That was a, yeah. Yeah. It's an yeah. old story, but yeah, I love it. I love it when kids smack people down. That's the best because like, you know yeah. what? Go little geek. Yeah. You've done your homework. You know your shit. You don't let these adults tell you that things are, are the way they are not. The, and there's, Go. there's Yay. always somebody in the group, you know, it, it doesn't matter if they're a kid or not, but there's always somebody who knows the thing that you're trying to pull over on them. Yeah. Um, and I love that. 
and I, I love, when my students correct me, it's my favorite thing ever. I yeah, love it. You know, it means they're engaged. It it means they're they're paying attention. Yeah. It means, yeah, yeah they're, they're paying attention and it means that they they've put some work in, right? That they yeah, know shit. Absolutely. I love it. It's my favorite. I'm I'm really big on uh in in entertainment getting getting things right, especially down to the minutia of set dressing. Um I I was in a show uh a while back and it was it was a radio play and where it was supposed to be taking place was New Jersey. It was a Halloween theme show that did uh, uh, war, we did War of the Worlds, which was broadcast from New York. Well, somebody had this great old radio sign that had a, a very 19, you know, 30s, 40s look to it, um, but it was a West Coast sign because it the the call sign started with a K, and the set. The, the guy who was doing the set dressing, I was like, oh, that's that's OK. I said, uh, no, I'll no. Uh, I'll, excuse the fuck out of me, sir. No, it is not. We can fix this. So I having access to some some vinyl and sign making materials. I went and I, I made a, a blackout to go over the K and a W to to put on it. And like that, that that was important to me because the first thing I looked at was, hey, wait a minute, that there's only one there's only one radio station east of the Mississippi with a K in the call sign and that's KDKA in Pittsburgh. And that, that doesn't work for me. We got to, we have to fix this. And you know, those details can be distracting to a knowledgeable audience member. Yeah. And why? Like, just get it right. That's, that's not a hard thing to no, correct. No. You know? And you know, in it, it, that goes for movies, radio, TV. It, it's, those are things that, you know, it, it's the minutia and I'm okay with something if it's, if it's tongue in cheek, but if you're just, Hey, that's close enough. Nobody will know that, that I find bothersome. Right. Yeah, I agree. Like, especially if you're going to, I mean, if you're, if you're going for a whole, you know, the whole like motif, if you're trying to put, uh, if you're trying to put somebody in that moment, put them in the right fucking moment. And that's what I, um, you know, everybody kind of shits on like the Avengers, the superhero movies and stuff. Mm -hmm. But, uh, one one of my favorite one of my absolutely favorite parts of you know Captain America was was actually the end of the first movie was when he wakes up and it's like oh, wait no no, no that's, I was at that game like I know I know that game you know what I mean that's not that's not it that little historical detail uh -huh. uh, is what set him is what set him off and you know just like this kid but what makes the only thing that makes me happier when when uh, when kids take people down a notch it's uh when animals take take people down a notch uh -huh. i absolutely I, I i absolutely love it and i did not read the show sheet but i sincerely hope that you had the same train of thought and put those two uh those two stories next i must not have uh, all right then should have communicated that but it just came to me no we're, we're i i went for a strictly shit in space segment Okay, but we can we can pull other stories out here in a bit. Um, next up in shit in space, we have um, the Hang dog. On, there is a there the, is a tussle. You are there's a tussle outside. There no there are there are gentlemen uh, uh, performing fisticuffs uh, in the cul-de-sac. Let me. Ooh, can you we know watch what? live can we video? See this? Ladies and gentlemen, I hate for when the you get fisticuffs in the cul-de-sac. I understand that's really painful. <laughs> <laughs> 
that that's a band name. Fisticuffs in the cul-de-sac. Can you guys hear me? I got yeah, we've got you. Uh we're we're headed to the cul-de-sac to to see the Fisticuffs with Maddie Rocked Up. It'll be the second time that Maddie's taken us live to the cul-de-sac. Very exciting news brought to you by the Media Virus Podcast. Oh, we have we have uh, Camera and turn background off. Hopefully, they're not done fighting Screen. when we get there. Don't get too close. There's a lot of shit happening this week with the planets. All right, so the police are. Can you see that? That's the. Who's that standing in the street? Is that just a nosy neighbor? So let's uh, see if I can. If, Who's that? If Matt is that the guy it. trying to fight? Let me give Matt speaker view here. So everybody. Like my neighbor bought a new car. Is he have, why is he walking around without a shirt on? Trying to give Matt speaker view here. What's that? I put you on speaker view so that. Why can't I fucking hear you? Juliet, they're walking around without a shirt on because they're in Claymont. Okay, that makes sense. There we go. Is that it? There we go. I've got you pinned now. Were you hearing me before? Yeah, we've got you. Okay. All right, so the police are on scene. We have a bunch of people walking around, and it looks like curious, curious bystanders. I don't think we know actually what had happened. Could you shout out and ask if there are any other podcasters that are live streaming this to the internet right now? Because the Media Virus podcast is on the case. Yeah, I mean, dude, we are like Crime Stoppers and shit. That that appears to be a, a Newcastle County paramedics vehicle. Like A Block, A Block was all about. Uh, that's a looks like a county police vehicle. Is is it county police? Okay, I didn't realize they were still using the uh, the Crown Vicks for that. Yeah, I don't know. I'll tell you what, Crown Vic is a hell of an automobile. Absolutely. That police yeah, interceptor police package is a real big deal. Yeah. It looks like they're yelling at the cops. Oh, neat. You're getting a little choppy as you get farther away from your Wi-Fi, Matt. Okay. I just asked if this was a dangerous situation. Probably smart. Would you give me a ride? Good job. Why are they, why are we yelling at the police? Why are we yelling at the police? Who? That white person. That one? Okay. So I don't. Can we see? You guys see what's going on? I I, I see. I can see, but I don't. This guy is taping the police. So apparently, this white. The story that I've got so far is this white car. I'm live streaming to the internet right now. I do a podcast on Wednesday nights, and uh, so oh, the cop. These are all. These are all. Newcastle County police officers. Yes. And they are getting hassled now from 
the information that I've just received, uh-huh. it is the fact that uh, the white car that we were commenting on yes. came, uh, came through the development very quickly and was met with aggression by the neighborhood uh, because of the speed. Okay. Oh, yeah. And, okay. and then uh, I guess, you know. He called for now, backup. Now, you know, there's, there's more police than there actually needs to be. I don't know. Who the fuck invites the police to this fucking neighborhood? Well, you know. <laughs> You'd think they would have learned their lesson by now. Right? I, don't, I think we're out of cop cars. I think it's all just... Okay. But like I was, I, I was doing a show and I was like, I heard it outside. I was trying to ignore it, but then the dog caught wind of it. You couldn't. All right. That was live reporting, uh, media virus podcast. Matty rocked F on location. Now we can talk about, uh, now we can make fun Don't of show your address. Or whatever it is we do. Wait, hang on. I do have a question. Don't show Maddie. your address. Wait, Maddie, you had said that there were fisticuffs. You said people were fighting. So if the issue is that the cops came through with too much force, who was fighting? I am on. I, I listen. When I hear a tussle of, of the magnitude of which I heard, I assume fisticuffs are involved. I did not witness fisticuffs. The fisticuffs in the cul-de-sac, as I mentioned. Great band name. Fisticuffs <laughs> is my new band name. Fisticuffs <laughs> in the cul-de-sac. Come see us next weekend. <laughs> um. Go so, lay down, baby. It's okay. So while Fisticuffs in the cul-de-sac goes out and uh, writes a few songs and practices those songs, uh, we can talk about the radio heartbeat that has been teasing in fast radio burst origins. Uh, scientists have observed pulses. The first, from- the first hit of, of uh, Fisticuffs in the cul-de-sac is, is uh, radio transmissions from space. Okay. Scientists have, ob- have observed pulses from a fast radio burst, suggesting the flash might have come from a neutron star. Fast radio burst, FRBs, are extremely powerful flashes of radio waves that typically last only a few milliseconds. They are usually detected as singular events, but a few have been found to repeat. The vast majority of those observed so far have come from far beyond our galaxy, and their origins remain mysterious. But now, an international collaboration has detected a unique FRB that might finally give us some answers. Fast radio burst origins. The Canadian Hyd- Hydrogen Intensity Mapping Experiment, or CHIME, radio telescope in British Columbia is well-suited to, to observing FRBs and has cataloged several hundred since it came online in 2018. In 2020, CHIME was among the telescopes watching the magnetar a rare, highly magnetic neutron star emitted a low-power version of an FRB from within our galaxy. Magnetar is the, is the lead singer for Fisticuffs in the cul-de-sac. Yeah! I love Magnetar! But, but the case for Magnetars isn't beyond dispute. There I feel like are, Magnetar would have a really good screaming voice. There are many hypotheses about what objects and circumstances might produce FRBs, ranging from supernovae to uh, inspiring neutron stars to collapsing pulsars, even techno-signatures that are under consideration. Chime's most recent FRB sighting 
featured in the July 14th Nature is unique in that it was listed, it lasted about three seconds, much longer than the average FRB, and that emission pulsed like a heartbeat. These and other peculiar characteristics <laughs> provide it's some... It's club music from outer space meth heads. You know that um, there, there's, there are meth clouds in space. There are clouds. I, I've heard that, yeah. Of, of meth. So, meth you know, it makes yeah. sense that disco, like that, you know, that <laughs> would be coming from outer space. Yes. Um. Speaking of meth, I saw a TikTok of this person who, when they were high on meth, got a tattoo of an onion to keep vampires away. And then when the <laughs> tattoo was finished, the tattoo artist told them it's actually garlic. So they they kept it, though. <laughs> well, you kind of have to at that point. Um, there's, it's hard to return them. Um, neutron stars emit radio waves uh, as they rotate like a lighthouse, explains study lead Danielle Michele from MIT. Uh, these beams of light flash in a particular way that looks similar to what we saw in this event. There's some evidence that the emission has come from the star's magnetosphere, the region around the star dominated by the star's magnetic field, instead of even further out, as some models have predicted. Uh, new data like this is essential for building accurate models, and uh, the signal with an imprinted period... period I think it's essential for building trap music. So, you know, uh, NASA's Perseverance rover found a mysterious bundle of string on Mars. That makes me so happy we've polluted Mars. Uh, and then they, they realized that it wasn't some, some string that an alien dropped or like an alien's shoelace that came out. It was probably just some shit that fell off of one of the other things we sent up there. So It was from an alien cat. It's um, probably knocked it over. <laughs> uh, and that's why nothing is standing upright on Mars, because there's, <laughs> there's Martian the cats, cats. that the Martian cats have knocked it all over. Um, all right. So I, I see I see that shit in space is really, really uh, good uh, this week. Uh, the other uh, Chinese story that I wanted to bring up on shit in space, China's out-of-control rocket is predicted to crash on July 30th. This is an update. Um, last week, the Chinese sent a rocket into space to their... Um, they're, they're building a space station. They got a couple little Chinese guys up there in oh, we it. We built our own space station. Fuck you guys. Oh, is that, I'm sorry. That was... That was exactly what they said. And, yeah. Um, <laughs> So they've got two guys up there in this space station, and they sent another module up for them to clip on and, and expand the station. But the rocket, the Long March 5, in fact, uh, that they sent up, uh, see, the Chinese with the Long March 5, most rockets, when you send them into space like that, you have uh, some retro rockets on the, on the core stage uh, so that once it's burned out, you can deorbit it in a controlled fashion and make it fall kind of where you want it to. Yeah. Yeah. The Chinese don't see a need for that. Oh, fuck that. It just fall down. Well, everybody else who goes to space has agreed that that's a good idea. Like, yeah, we should, we should be able to knock these out of the sky over the ocean so that they don't fall on, you know, um, people. 
Uh, but the you know, there's actually a particular G. Ge- I just read about this. There's a particular geographic point. It is the point on Earth that is the farthest from any land, and it's somewhere in like the South Pacific. Yep, that's where um, they, that's where they try to land that stuff. Yeah, exactly. It's an exact, but it's this particular spot. Like if you were to go there and go to the bottom of the ocean, you would find like a shit ton of of fallen like uh, capsules and. And stuff. I think that's kind of fascinating. Yeah. Like, I mean, it, you don't think about it. You don't, no, like, I mean, but that's where do all these things go down. That's like they, that's I can't where they crash space lab. plastic straw at fucking Wawa. We can dump shit out of the fucking sea turtles, but then well, what happens? The fucking shit runs right into the fucking ocean, just sits there. You think it just like it rusts? Probably. Probably a mountain of shit. So that's why all of this isn't real. It's all bullshit. It's a game. Here you go. There's a slim but non-zero chance that debris from the 25-ton core stage will land on an inhabited area. Experts are predicting the gigantic core stage of a recently launched Long March 5 rocket will crash to Earth within a matter of days, but the precise location remains impossible to guess. Uh, an update. Like, do we know where it is? So, like, are we, we tracking the fucking we, thing? We do, but we don't know the exact rate of the decay of its orbit. Uh, an update as of this afternoon, 5.05 Eastern Time, the Aerospace Corporation has updated its estimate for re-entry. The core stage is now expected to return on July 30th at around 23.21 hours UTC or 7.21 Eastern Time. So on the 30th, at, at, and, and it's give or take 16 hours each way. So they'll update this, this estimate as it as it gets closer, as they have more information, as they Six, can... 16 hours each way is 32 hours off for those that are sitting at home. They're 32 hours It's a 32-hour window. Window. And this is happening around the 30th to 31st? Yes. Yeah, they've, wow. They've got it pinned... My predictions are so on point. They've got it pinned on center. Uh, the, 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 the center of that window is 7.21 p.m. Eastern Time, or 23.21 hours uh, universal time coordinate uh with a with a 16 hour plus or minus window so yes uh, it could go into the 31st it might happen on the 29th but yeah it's there uh the the long march 5b rocket blasted off on 24th of july from the wenchang space launch site in hainan everybody have fun tonight Everybody Wing Chang tonight. Bah. The rocket successfully delivered the, the Wenjin lab to low Earth orbit, where it docked with China's Chang'ong space station some 13 hours later. Like previous launches of Long March 5Bs, however, the core stage, which lacks controlled reentry provisions, entered into Earth orbit and qu- is quickly deteriorating. The 25-ton... Core stage designated. Uh, it's, it, it gives a serial number. I am not sure that anybody really cares what the serial number of the rocket that falls on you is. Is now poised to make an uncontrolled reentry. Uh, experts. Wait, it gave it, it gave you the serial number. Oh yeah, it it's it gives you the number that it's uh, been assigned. Five three two four zero stroke two zero two two dash zero eight five Bravo. Bravo. Uh, Bravo. All right. So what uh what we need to what we need to do is figure out how to get like make a satellite and have it crash into my house. And then I'll sue the Chinese government. 
Right. How much money do you think you'd get out of it? I don't know. Probably like, like a billion. A billion yen, maybe. What is that in like American? Like nine dollars. For Maddie's house, for Maddie's house, it'll be about thirty bucks. About nine dollars. All right. What's the? Let's see. What else do we have? Um, Let's see. NASA's James Webb Telescope reveals millions of galaxies. It is. It is fascinating. You know how this fucking thing works. Like, are you going to share the image? Because that's really cool shit. I will. Yeah. Looking like a bajillion years in the past. So if if I if if I uh, understand this correctly, what the the, the satellite itself is yeah. the, is the lens, and then what the lens focuses on a spot that's right above the sun that uh, it creates another. So this is actually the world's longest telescope because the lenses are so far apart. Like I don't know, like I don't know details, but. That's the way this fucking thing works. And so we've been able to get images of, you know, incredible, uh, incredible shit. Like that would look so cool, like on a t-shirt. See? There were That's 10 how- times more galaxies just like our own Milky Way in the early universe than previously yeah. thought. Yeah. And just imagine how, just totally imagine how. Blows- the-, the thing that totally blows my mind about this image is the first time I looked at it, I was like, Wow, that's such a great image. Look at all those stars. And then I found out those are galaxies. Yeah. They're looking mm-hmm. at fucking ga- like they're galaxies. They're, yeah, they're not stars, they're and galaxies. That, yeah, that's when like my brain starts to melt out of my ears because you you just you can't fathom how freaking huge this is. It's yeah. I'm super excited about this. Just imagine like all the beings or like possible parallel universes and all that stuff that's over there. I always think about that shit and it trips me out too. If anything you can imagine is happening in a parallel universe, that means that I am in the world's like biggest band and I'm a God. And there's another universe where I was in the world's biggest band and I am dead. And then you're here on the Media Virus podcast in another universe. In another universe, the Media Virus podcast has has taken off, and I am a, I am a world renowned. Like people cheer wherever, wherever, or or yell at me wherever I go. Either one, I'm happy with 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 either as long as we're not strike. Don't yeah. strike me. That's all I ask. There's, there's a universe where we all meet in the same studio every morning. <laughs> yeah, and, and do like a radio show, and 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 play music. And uh, and right now, um, it's morning right now there, and uh, I'm introducing Pantera, the great Southern Trend Kill. It's a great song. All right, go ahead, Mike. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, this cosmic insight uh, comes from one of the first studies of images captured by NASA's new James Webb Telescope. Uh, one of its authors, Professor Christopher. Concilis from University of Manchester, UK, said that the web could zoom in on the early universe. This yielded insights about objects in space that we knew existed but didn't understand how and when they formed. Disk galaxies dominate the galaxy population today, the researcher explained. Our own galaxy is a disk. Andromeda, our nearest neighbor, is 2.5 million light years from Earth, and it's a disk. 
Three quarters it's of the near disc. three Sorry, three quarters of the nearby galaxies are disks, but it was thought that they were formed late in the evolution of the universe. That was before the James Webb Telescope uh, gave astronomers a view so far back in time. The study, which has been published on a preprint server, meaning that it is yet to be peer reviewed by other scientists in the field, used the first image released from the telescope. The image shows a foreground cluster of galaxies called SMACS0723. The gravity of this great mass. Smacks. Yeah, smacks. Smacks 0723. The gravity of this great mass of objects has magnified the light of galaxies in the background in the distant universe, making them visible for the first time. Some of these galaxies existed a mere 600 million years after the Big Bang. Webb, with its six and a half meter wide golden mirror and super sensitive infrared instruments, is able to resolve their shapes and count them. We knew we would see things Hubble didn't see, but in this case, we're seeing things differently, said Professor Concilis, who was who will be presenting some of his discoveries on Saturday, the 23rd of July at the Blue Dot Festival uh, in Cheshire. The universe is about 13.8 billion years old, so the images that the, the Webb telescope is capturing are glimpses of the processes that formed stars and planets long before our own came into existence. These are the processes we need to understand if we want to understand our origins, according to the professor. This might be the most important telescope ever, he added, at least since Galileo's. Uh, James Webb is a joint effort between the American, European, and Canadian space agencies with NASA in the lead. Uh, and so Stick on the picture there for yeah, a second. Yeah, that's where I'm headed. That, that is a cool fucking, cool fucking thing. Yeah, so I, it's... Wow. So if you were to... If, here's the thing. If you were to take uh, apart a telescope, this whole thing is the back end. And then the front end is like some kind of like optical thing that happens right above the fucking sun. It's nuts. Neil, Neil deGrasse Tyson does a way better job of explaining it. So if anybody's really interested, <laughs> wants to know the truth uh, instead of just shit that I think I know, because that's what I talk about. I say things I think I know. I think I knew this. So uh, go figure out if I'm right or not. And, uh, you know, if I'm not, Drop a comment and follow me anyway and harass us and call me an asshole. All right, let's do that. <laughs> uh, what are we? Anything else left? In, any more shit in space? No, I, that's all the shit do I have in space. Whoa! In Delaware, but still you need to stop that. If you pay, stop it. More than seventy dollars a month in a stop. <laughs> Hate it when they do that. That for the hundredth episode, we should go and back find and every find time a, something's pre-rolled on me. Every hot start. <laughs> just <laughs> every time I flip my shit and every time you hot start, this that that show will never end. <laughs> uh, yeah, it would it would be that. All right. So I need to dig into my bag of Stanley so that oh, I we can, have a we have adjusted tips. So I can I can finish out the B block with a fresh episode. Of our resident uh, tips guy, just the tips. <laughs> Why well, improve my appearance? I'm like, why is it doing? My hair is so like, like a mane. 
Viewers so having a hard time figuring out. Well, ladies and gentlemen, while Maddie um, admires himself, we're going. Your hair's standing out because it's Leo season, and it's all about the mane. We're going to join Stanley, Dr. Dre McFadden, for another brilliant episode of Just the Tips. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen of the Media Virus Podcast. This is the Lube Dr. Dr. Drape, PhD from the U of V, coming at you with another episode of Just the Tips, episode 10. No, episode 9. Anyway, this episode, we're going to talk about uh, a little bit of a uh, naughty time. When you're looking for a good whip, one good idea is this little bad boy right here. See how it's got all these uh, lightweight nine tails, little miniature whips, just a little bit of leather. That's all it is. Nothing, nothing major, nothing painful. But this bitch right here, you can swing with a pretty good amount of force, and it doesn't hurt. Doesn't leave a mark, but it's gonna get that sound. Hear that shit? <laughs> That's the sound of pleasure. Uh, she gonna make that same noise. Ah, it's a good one. Don't be afraid to uh, tickle the nips. Run that bitch all up and down her body. You want to blindfold her first. Don't be afraid to get rough with this. Make sure you have a code word. Safe word. Pineapple. Had a little bit to drink. It's all right. Uh, but... Uh, yeah, and if you're really, really smart about it, you can get an enchantment like Mjolnir. You can get that bitch to circle around like Thor. You can fly off with this bitch. But best than one of these, all right? Dr. Dre, Media Virus Podcast, Just the Tips, Episode 9. Have fun. I'm a fan of Episode 9. I like I, mean, I don't know if you've ever seen... My uh, Mike, maybe Mike or you know Dre or Doc has. I don't know if I ever drove my wife's car, but my my wife's automobile, uh, the keychain is very similar to. Oh what, yeah, cat of nine tails. What, I know what you're the, talking about. It's like a leather. It's a leather tassel. It was on a purse that she really liked. It's this leather tassel with long, you know, leather, mm -hmm. and there's no real handle on it. But then there's the keychain. The keychain's kind of a handle. And I, I had my wife's car, and I often do contract video work, and I'll often wear a shirt that says "Video Crew." And I was, <laughs> I, was, I was I was walking into a Wawa, and uh, I had a gentleman tell me that uh, he wanted to hang out with me because uh, I was walking around with a cat of nine tails and a Video Crew T-shirt. And then I pointed out the front of the shirt that said uh, something very wholesome on it. <laughs> obvious I don't do that type of work. That's funny. No. Yeah. That's uh that's all I could think about while standing and uh those I am not a fan. I am not a fan of violence in my sex. I like, you know, any I know that some people like the sting and all that, and sometimes I guess, but if I you like, are not a fan of a little bit of violence in your sex life, you might be doing it wrong. Try it, you'll like it. Well, there's I think no everybody's got violence. their. I think everybody's got their likes with, with nah, the right. sex. Yeah, I mean that's that's you know that's to each their own. I'm just saying. For me, 
So, Maddie, you do not enjoy fisticuffs in your cul-de-sac? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if, you ever, if you ever want to fisticuff my cul-de-sac, you come on over. Um, I'm a fan of the whips. What? I, I, I said, was going to speak, but I need to hear that again. <laughs> I said I'm a fan. I like all that shit. I'm a Scorpio. When it comes to sex, like, you can't anything. I'll do it. See, and uh, I like ladies, it. This, this is, this is, is how uh, a genuine partnership sexually should run. You should I want to whip my the- husband too. What's that? I like to. I want to whip my husband too. You want to, or you have? Both. Yeah, there we go. Mike, Mike, you're getting all this right. Absolutely. That's why I got real quiet. <laughs> And luckily, I've worked with you guys long enough that you all know when I'm quiet, you should be quiet and just let that other person keep going. Even I shut up. I'm going to let this happen. Did you find find the video of the woman that's blowing that guy and then she like uppercuts his junk? (laughs) That's just awful. Why? Why do we need to find that video? They were vanilla munchies. That doesn't sound like fun. That doesn't sound pleasurable. He was was having the time of his life. He he did appear to enjoy it. We we went over this video on a on a different different show, and uh, he let me tell you something. If uh, he did seem to uh, react the way he would. You want to react to? Uh, there was a positive reaction. Uh, definitely a positive reaction. <laughs> oh my god! I think that's where the audio clip. Uh, I come like I come like a sprinkler comes from. Probably, yeah, yeah. I think I you're right. Know. Yeah. So, because that's what that guy was doing. He came like a oh. sprinkler. Um, all right. Full disclosure: I, I'm a big, strong guy, so I, I'm definitely down for. Uh, a woman to to be a little bit more aggressive with me. You want to get punched I, in the nuts? I mean, I don't want to take a stiletto to the cul-de-sac. To the cul-de-sac. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, a, a, a good a good handcuffing, whipping, um, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. always fun. Yeah, it sounds like a good time. So incidentally, uh, since we've had one French lesson already today, Cul-de-sac also comes from the French, and cul, like the first part of that, literally means ass. Yep. So cul-de-sac literally means the ass of the bag. Now, you know, the more you know. The hey. ass of the bag? Yes. The bag's, bag's ass. That's bag's what I call the so, yeah. so I end up, when I drive for Uber, I end up in cul-de-sacs often. So, like, when I end up down in the end of the cul-de-sac, do you get I can fist- say, do you get fisticuffs? No, oh, but, but when the people get, get in, I can say, hey there, ass bags, how you doing? So, so, so when you Uber, yeah, you, you end up in the ass a lot. <laughs> yes, the ass of the bag, in fact. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's the. Uh, don't we have a live read to do for uh, the end of B Block? There, Mike. Let's let's I let's can, close this shit down. I can throw a live read in for the end of B Block. Uh, B Block has been brought to you tonight by Twelfth House. Libra Tarot. 12th House offers a variety of readings to suit your needs, whether you have questions about love, family, money, career, or your path in life. 12th House has a reading to help you understand your place in the universe and how to navigate what it throws at you. Readings are available online by appointment only. Reach out by phone or email today. 
302-316-4931 or 12thHouseLibra at gmail.com. Look for a link in the description of this episode. Thank you for joining us in the B Block of the Media Virus Podcast. We'll be back right after this with your C Block. You can always reach us at three at 646-VIRUS-01. That's 646-VIRUS-01. I like that outro. I do. Damn it. I didn't think of that.